0: Well, how about that, everyone? The Arizona Coyotes take a win, a surprising win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going to talk about that game and a lot of the stuff that it implies in today's episode of Locked On Coyotes.
1: Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me. On today's episode of Locked On, Coyotes, I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. we got a great show for you guys on today's episode. We are now in post game. We're talking Arizona Coyotes and Toronto Maple Leafs. Arizona taking the 4-2 win over Toronto in Toronto extending their point street call from what i saw on social media to like what the last however many years 2002 the last time yeah they th- get a point against toronto I, I think 20 years
1: ago last night um was the last time the coyotes didn't have a point against toronto which is just insane to think about uh yeah the Coyotes, for whatever reason, have consistently matched up well against the Maple Leafs. I remember for the longest time, it was the same against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, and also, like just looking at the Leafs this season, they lost their first matchup to the Montreal Canadiens. I believe we talked about that in the preseason or the pregame. So like this isn't the biggest surprise in the world that they also lost to the Coyotes. They seem like they may just be kind of cocky and, you know. They probably shouldn't be. They probably shouldn't be as confident facing against the lot of competition.
0: Absolutely. And you know what's absolutely amazing, though, is, uh, and, you know, going through all just initial reactions and before we get to any stats or anything like that, is just seeing how much Maple Leafs Twitter imploded yeah. off of the Coyotes winning this game.
1: Yeah, the, and there was a, a controversial call at the end. It looked like the Leafs had tied it up. Uh, the situation eventually, or situation room eventually, ruled that there was a hand pass. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that call, but calls go your way sometimes. They go against you other times. Can't really do anything about it. But that's not really the focus on Leafs Twitter. It's like, you know, people are just upset that the Coyotes are a team that they think are. Beneath them, like the number of people who call them like an ECHL team or the Washington generals or, or all of this other stuff. It's just ridiculous, especially when there's like three other teams that are going to be right where the Coyotes are at, at the end of the year and they are not getting similar treatment.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's pretty funny. And you know what? As a, you know, in, uh, you know, the Coyotes followers, you know, we appreciate the fact that there's 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 this chaos right now in toronto
1: yeah absolutely like i just really like the fact that you know this is what we are seeing like there's this much kind of animosity um towards the coyotes uh i, I really uh you know you'll love to see it
0: rent-free carl the coyotes live rent-free in canadians heads and it is amazing
1: absolutely absolutely
0: let's take a look at some of the things that happened during this game Arizona is coming off you know straight away with the you know with, with the two nothing lead the start things off right and you know that's pretty awesome um you know and I, I had to go work for a bit so I missed you know you know bits and pieces but you know once I like when I went to go check in and I saw it tied I'm like what happened like how like yeah, the 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 Coyotes got an early lead off a power play
1: goal, um, and they kind of just built off that. The Toronto Maple Leafs definitely outplayed the Coyotes to start off, um, and the Coyotes continued their habit of taking dumb penalties. But you know, all credit to Amalco, they did he did a good job keeping pucks out of the net. Credit to the team in front of him, they he, they did a really
0: good job at limiting chances too. Absolutely, and I'm. Um, and I'm looking at it too, that it's the, um, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are also looking at a, uh, a, 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 you know, you know, that penalty against them, against the Leafs that kind of led to the Coyotes getting the, the, uh, the lead later on. Like, but.
1: Phew. Yeah, that was, um. That initial call, well, not that initial call, because it was the Leafs' third penalty of the game. Uh, All credit in the world to Barrett Hayton made a phenomenal block, um, you know, really set the pace, forced Toronto to draw an interference call. And there was a really good chance right afterwards. Like the Coyotes could have scored on the delayed call. Um, That's and then.
0: Yeah, I do want to give Hayton that credit because like he's been like really putting his body out there on drawing penalties in just the last few games.
1: Yeah, Hayton has definitely been a really strong, you know, player to start the season. He is not getting as much love on the score sheet, but he is definitely standing out when you're watching the games.
0: Absolutely. And there's something that you that you brought up that I really want to address, and I think it's really cool. Um Shane got to uh go-ahead goal. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, some interesting bit on that one, right? Uh, the go-ahead goal, or his, his power play goal? Excuse me. Yeah, They're one one of his power play goals. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: Gauthier has also played really well. He had a, his third assist on the game. Or of the of the season on the Nick Richie goal. I, I do like that Richie all three of his goals have come from Gosta and Mosier. Uh, that's delightful to see. Um but- yeah, that
0: part and um yes, yeah, that's what that's what I meant. And my my brain just got confused for a sec, but yes, you that's you are correct on that one. Um but Shane Gotaspear with the go ahead goal also, which was awesome. And he's like again, just proving himself to be awesome. Like proving himself yeah. that you know that the uh, uh, the Flyers made a mistake and just dropping him.
1: Yeah, uh, the Coyotes picked him up for free, and he is looking like a steal every single day.
0: It, it it is really awesome to see. But once again, four two the final score, um, and it's funny because we like I made the joke about it too, right? I made the joke. Of the fact that the Coyotes play well in Toronto, and like it's like, oh, maybe you're gonna go for another Eastern Canada sweep or something like that, and like they're starting off on a good note, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, uh, they are definitely starting this, you know, trip strong, and you know that's kind of the mental aspect of this game, uh, the Coyotes know that they are supposed to lose some games but you know for whatever reason there's others where they they're just showing confidence uh probably a little too much confidence because they're 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 not a great team but they beat a solid one and they have two opponents coming up who you know they theoretically should be able to compete with and then finally they're gonna play Colorado next week who they had great luck against last season like th- i think they were two one and one against the avalanche last season uh so that's definitely you know should give them a little bit of jump to start this year and i do think it's important for their mental game that they are you know experiencing some wins one of the things i talked about on twitter is the fact that they don't have a repeat of the worst start in nhl history which is great for them
0: absolutely um, we're going to get to more on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to talk um, a little bit more of the stats, a little bit more of the breakdown as the once again, Arizona Coyotes take the 4-2 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but first we're going to take a quick word. So
1: I have to say, if you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs, you are really depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? The delicious and indulgent cookie dough is still out there. It's still one of the best and it's covered in 100% real chocolate. The cookie dough chunk puff has a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course they're covered in that chocolate. They're only 160 calories and contain a whopping 15 grams of protein. Uh, I love them. I love the fact that you can just taste a bite of Cookie dough with each bite. Like you get that cookie dough consistency that you just love. What I want you to do is go to built.com and you can use the promo code lockdown15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code lockdown15 for 15% off. They are full of protein, low calorie, just a great option. So go
0: get the Built Bar Puff, get the cookie dough puff. Thanks again, everyone, for making Locked On, Coyotes, your first listen today. Now go, go ahead and make your second listen after this show. It's Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the National Hockey League with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On, NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so now let's continue this episode. Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlock, as we discuss Arizona Coyotes four two win over the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, and you know, as we've been kind of kind of going with theme here, it's kind of an unlikely win with the fact that Carl the Maple Leafs were the better team, <laughs> like yeah. most of the game, like. Almost the entire game, um, yeah. With the exception of how how it ended, but it really shows in the stats. And I'm and I took a quick st- st- screenshot from Natural Stat Trick on the uh the coursey to kind of give you an idea how the game flow went. And even towards the end of the game, they like they even took a huge jump. And take a look at this right here. Look at that. Yeah,
1: I I will say like kind of the biggest. Reason why the Coyotes won this one is you know that jump at the end. If the Leafs had been playing like that for the entire game, like they would have won this one. Like you could see Toronto is in control of the entire game, uh, that is not disputed, but they weren't playing to the level that they should have been to start things off.
0: Absolutely, and it, and it did show that, and like, yeah, that big jump at the end in the third. And you can tell the interesting thing of the fact that it actually. St- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull it back up real quick. Um, notice that when that penalty happens, and then um, it starts to go down, and the Coyotes yeah. kind of go on a rush. Just yeah. that's in the last what two minutes, Carl? Yeah, that the the last two minutes of
1: this game were absolutely crazy like once you know the coyotes definitely showed Mm -hmm. you know that they may have taken their foot off the gas a little bit starting the third period with two penalties just dumb dumb thing to do but when the you know chips were down when it really started to matter they tightened up and they they got the win and all credit in the world to them
0: Absolutely, and, and and I'll give you something, though, that kind of gives me an idea of, like, you know, the Coyotes know what they're doing in some cases. Obviously, you know, skill level, yeah, there was, there was a massive discrepancy in the Maple Leafs, like, like we've been talking about, or we're the better team. But, I, like I said, I always looking at natural stature and some of those things that kind of tell a diff- somewhat different story. I, and you know. I'm a big fan of the high danger Corsi because it kind of gives you an idea of, you know, are these teams, you know, are these players on these teams going into, you know, you know, those high danger areas, making sure they can get better opportunities to score. The high danger Corsi was only 15 to 10 in favor of the Maple Leafs.
1: Yeah. The, the Coyotes did a great job at, at limiting chances and getting a few of their own, um, which is, which is great. Like the fact that the Leafs were starting their third string goaltender against the Coyotes that just provided like all the kind of motivation in the world for them to light up the lamp. And we saw a few players get really close uh, before Christian Fisher got his first goal of the season he had another like great look going hard to the net like i like the fact that the coyotes saw an opportunity and they just hammered away at goaltending
0: absolutely um i'm trying to look at some you know some of the other stats on tier scoring chances yeah we're significantly more in favor of the maple leafs 37 to 17 um and that just tells you you know a couple of things too i mean that that just that that coursey flow that I, that we I, we showed earlier kind of gave you you know kind of helped tell you that story um because they kind of went in that went towards that direction you know the the Maple Leafs were just making that big jump but again like we were saying you kind of had to give the coyotes credit for you know making the best of their opportunities and that's what got them to the 4-2 win sure
1: yeah the coyotes looked good on their power plays they they made those chances work for them. They they didn't give up. Uh they when in, you know, when you take a penalty to start the game, we have as we have seen so many times this season already, uh, in the first two games, like that could be really hampering. I, I think a big difference was the Maple Leafs were keeping up with them on the penalties. So like Pittsburgh and Boston, they let the coyotes just shoot themselves in the foot over and over again. Toronto, like, it was tit for tat, and that kept it even. Um, the, the Coyotes are going to need to find a way to, like, stay disciplined, though. Like, just penalty after penalty, this is starting to get ridiculous.
0: Absolutely. Um, taking a look at some of the basic stats known on each individual player, you know, I love the fact that, you know, a lot of, you know, obviously you know, outside of the, uh, that funny tidbit of uh, Nick Ritchie just getting the same, uh, like the same goal set up in the as as the previous games, but you know, there's getting a lot of love been sharing around on you know players getting on the points board. You know, Christian Fisher and Lawson Kraus with the goal. Um, and assist being spread around with love, you know, looks like, you know, Fisher, Keller, uh, Bukestad, Richie, bear it's all around.
1: Yeah, it, it was definitely a balanced offense, which, you know, we're going to see at this point. Uh, sure, the team's relying pretty heavily on Richie, but, you know, without Schmaltz, they're going to need a lot of people to step up. And that's kind of what we're getting. Also nice to see Lawson Cross get his first of the of the season. It was an empty netter, but still you know, solid goal.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, like it's um, it's it's always nice to see something like that, and it's you know, especially too is like I think after you know we were we were kind of one. Like I was I was curious to see like what kind of role he would play. Even again, like I guess, even though it was an empty netter, like I just kind of to see like you know, how he would, you know, what he would look like after his uh, near, near miss on that arbitration.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: that can change things. I mean, like, obviously it shouldn't because these guys are professionals and they, you know, know how to deal with stuff, but
1: sure. And and there's like a lot of other things. Like I think the, the loss of Phil Kessel is potentially going to be one of those things that greatly impacts Lawson and Kraus moving forward, just because, you know, Kessel wasn't a goal scorer, but he was still a great line mate, um, had did a great job of putting the, the puck on a stick, but that's, you know, it's an empty netter, but it's still a goal. It's still helping Coyote seal the win. Uh, it still counts. And hopefully we're going to get a lot more from, uh, from Kraus as the year goes on.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I want to uh, um, do uh, just a, c- a couple more things in just a sec, though. I do want to you know, tell everyone, though, that uh, just a qu- quick reminder that all throughout this season, we're going to do some uh, some live shows for post-games. So obviously, be tuned onto Locked on Coyote's Twitter whenever we do something like that. A couple last things I want to do, Carl, and that's about it, um, is just looking at some like just like i guess like other players that maybe we did not mention that I, we want to I, that I we want to point out and i want to start with one because it's pretty it's an interesting thing to talk about it that Yusuf Alamaki um, was able to play in this game because it's in Canada yep so just like well no visa issues so hey guess yeah. what we're going to play yeah and he looked he
1: looked okay uh didn't really have any standout moments but it was great to see him uh hopefully he can help stabilize the the coyotes blue line
0: absolutely any players from you that that uh, uh stood out that we did not mention today
1: uh, I think Matthias michelli is quietly having a very good season um, and could potentially be a breakout
0: year for him absolutely I think those will be um like I like I'm really excited for michelli like obviously yeah. a lot of us, say the same thing i think we've been you've been talking about him for 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 quite a while now absolutely uh any final thoughts you want to bring up
1: uh yeah it's um it's great to see the coyotes get an early win it's it's great to see them do it in toronto um just kind of make sure that the hockey world realizes that the coyotes should not be taken too lightly
0: yeah and absolutely and the the thing i'll say is at least the coyotes won't have to be on that intense losing streak so like you know starting at a okay um better um oh an okay start <laughs> yeah an okay start and, and that's the best way to say it. it's an okay start it's an okay start. Anyways, though, we're about out of time for this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore leonio. Carl Pavlov is at Carl Pavlok Interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer it right back, or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyote Podcast. Thanks again everyone for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there, hope you guys are staying healthy, and don't forget to how